0: And hello again, it's St. Albans Podcast with myself, Elspeth Jackman. And with me is Catherine Walker, who writes children's stories. Hi, Catherine. Hello. Uh, right, I love children's stories because I was a children's librarian at one point, you know. And uh, in those days, so much in blyton But uh, I see it's coming out again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but first I want to ask... How did your interest in children's stories begin? You know, what was it that put you onto writing? Yeah,
1: Um, so I guess uh, yeah I guess you can go kind of quite far back with it I guess if you want to kind of do the whole lead in um, to it but my um, kind of I went to university and my subject was languages so I've kind of always been interested in words and languages and understanding language and how language works and communicating and all those sorts right. of things. So I thought
0: you were going to say and I've got a French series and a German series. <laughs> not quite, <laughs> not,
1: not, quite yet. not yet not <laughs> <Hello>. yet <laughs> no. Um so, yeah, so I think, yeah, so I've always had that kind of interest in, in kind of languages and writing and all those things. And I've always felt like writing was maybe a strength of mine and a skill of mine. Mm. Um, but my kind of initial career path went down. Um, I was in the charity sector and I worked with young people. And so I wasn't doing too much of that. Um, what and then, did you do with young people? So I worked for a charity called Into University. And we worked with young people from disadvantaged backgrounds. um, And we talked to them about university and higher education and that kind of thing. So that was my career,
0: how they should be accepted. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah,
1: absolutely. So, um, yeah, so that was my career for for a long time. Um, And then I went on maternity leave. um, And I knew that With the kind of way that my family looked then, it wasn't going to work going back into that thing. Um, So then I started more studying. I did a master's in translation. Um, And so again, coming back to the kind of the words, the communication and translation is so much thinking about what's on the page and how you're going to make it mean the right thing when you've when you've rewritten it and all those kind of things Um, and then it was from then that um, a friend of mine who runs a publishing company said um, would you be interested in um, kind of helping us out with a couple of books Um, and the reason they asked me um, was because they were Christian titles and the team they had working on them within the publishing company um, they they weren't Christians, so they felt like they had the kind of editorial skills and the illustra- illustration skills and design skills. But actually, they wanted the book to definitely have the kind of integrity of being written by somebody who who does have that faith.
0: Well, That was great, actually, because you don't always find that attitude no. that they want Christian input. Yes. Well, no. she
1: is a Christian. So, um, so, so that's kind of the part yeah, of yeah. it as well. So she's a Christian and she thought, I want, I want these books to have integrity and I want them to, to be written by somebody who believes this and understands oh, this oh. And, and, and knows the biblical stories. Um, so that's when I kind of first came in. So, um,
0: What was your first book that you wrote? Uh, but was it one? I've got a stack of lovely, colourful <laughs> books for preschoolers next to me. I want to share them. Was it one of those?
1: It. Well, I think it was Noah and the Ark that you've got there. Yeah. Um. So one. Yeah. One of the first kind of set that we did was um, Noah. Uh, kind of a series of kind of the the more that kind of famous popular with children um it's in
0: in rhyme isn't it yes
1: Yes. so most of the ones i do are uh, most of them are kind of board books they're mostly for the kind of nought to three market and they're mostly written in rhyme
0: and this is in full color can i just read a bit of course you can Uh, pretend you're (laughs) too my name is noah and i'm a good man when the earth needed saving i followed god's plan god gave me orders to build a huge boat So when the earth flooded, we stayed afloat. (laughs) And so it goes (laughs) on. That's lovely. It rings off the the tongue very beautifully. Uh, Have you, um, did you try out this first one? I mean, you weren't in charge of this illustrations, were no,
1: you? No, no, no. So there's a whole team that does. Again, I've got editors that kind of look at my writing and advise on how to improve it. And then wow. I've got illustrat- there's illustrators and designers at the publishing company who, who put together the, the way that the b- books look, which is so beautiful.
0: It's absolutely packed with colour. Not only rainbow, but every uh, person is different. And you've shoved a lot of them onto the boat. Even a little crocodile looking <laughs> through the people. <laughs> Ah, right so did that give you confidence?
1: Yes having done yeah having done the first one and and I think it's understanding as well so I obviously like I said I, I felt like writing was a strength but I'd not done any proper editorial work so being able to work with the editorial team and for them to say that you know what about these tweaks and how can you get it particularly when it's for the younger the children how can you get it really really tight because you know there's a parent going to be reading it and you mm-hmm. want them first time round for it to flow and for them to know kind of where it lands so I got loads and loads of tips from the team on like how to do all that tweaking and how to switch words around and how to kind of get that flow so I feel like I'm hoping each time it's better and better and each time there's kind of less feedback on where to tweak and and that kind of thing as well
0: Mm. and uh, how old is your your child my daughter's three three yeah, yeah. so you can exactly
1: <laughs> exactly so she does yeah she does really like them and she knows um particularly I think you've got one there nativity she loves the nativity one um and she knows that I've written it so she says oh I want to read this book and Mummy wrote it um it's kind of a dark blue color I think you've got oh yes there. I found it now
0: <laughs> there's a lovely pile of full color um board books um of course there was a time before board books wasn't there, that you probably re- don't remember. Um, and then you have to teach a child not to tear them up and not yep. to eat them and things <laughs> like this. Now, Nativity, wow, it's got an inset circle on the front and peeping. Lots of the characters peep out. And in front, is that Mary and Joseph at the front? That's right. Yes. With peek through, oh, peek through pages. Right. So we peep through at each, each point. It's very exciting.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. all credit to a, a very talented team of designers who've been able to <laughs> kind of figure out how to get all the characters appearing on the front page and peeking through mm. all the pages.
0: And what's your idea of peeping through? Nope.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I cannot take any credit for that. Oh. Again, I'm just in the words.
0: And each double spread is got a, a panel of different bright colour and they all in colours. is just amazing. I think um, children this age today expect more. I mean, at one time you didn't have board books for children, mm. you just had books for children, etc. Right. I am um, looking at this one. You say, uh, this is a horror story, not quite. <laughs> it's called Bible Stories. And on the front, how would you describe him? Uh, yes.
1: Uh, yes, that's the big fish of Jonah with his big teeth um, sticking out. So each page has got a different mouth um, that gets bigger and bigger oh, as yes. you go through with felt
0: teeth. Because you even dare to do the story of Adam and Eve. I'm a clever snake. Poor Eve was tricked by me. Ha, ha, ha. I talked her into eating fruit from God's forbidden tree. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, look, he's got two teeth. It's funny. This ought to be uh, television, right? Yeah, so
1: I guess with that one as well, I think... um, again these are familiar stories and there's you can buy loads of books don't you that have a version of Noah and the Ark or that have got a version of Daniel and the Lions and all those sorts of stories Um, and I think it's how do you make it a a novelty um, and how do you make it a kind of understandable or appeal to children to want to read those stories and so that one we were trying to think of okay how can we how can we do a new twist on it and so you can see that's from the point of view it's written in the first person from the other so from the snake or from the lion or from the point Mm. of view of goliath to kind of give a different twist on those stories i guess what
0: did your daughter think of that page now that page i'm looking at a very (laughs) scary person inset a whole red mouth with one two three oh they're wobbly teeth four (laughs) teeth at the top and four teeth at at the bottom Uh. and it says
1: (laughs) yes I have to say she is a bit scared of the Goliath page she is a bit scared of that one she used to have it in the car and sometimes I'd hear her start crying in the back and I said oh Oh. have you got to the Goliath
0: page Uh. (sighs) these are a lovely selection Um, and here's one it is really beautiful but it's different in that uh, in that it's got um, oh little beads uh, wriggling around covered over and it's called god's love is like a rainbow yes so tell me about this one
1: um so that book um actually came so the, the publishing company that i end up doing most of the writing for they um when it came to the pandemic they were trying to think of ways to engage with the community about it and engage with children and provide activities you know during the lockdown for children to do Um, and so one of the things that they did was they asked they they set up a whole website where children could make their own rainbow pictures because obviously the rainbow came to be the symbol of kind of the hope of the pandemic and they Mm -hmm. got them to send in rainbows and they've actually then made a book using some of those children's illustrations um, of different rainbows um and so and and this one we kind of adapted to talk about um god's love as well and um so
0: you made a rain you got them to make a rainbow and this is the rain children's rainbow yes again the company yeah they
1: got they got children to to make the rainbows and was the
0: uh, i can say the child school she's not at school with her, her play school any group that knew her interested
1: um so yeah well, we sort we kind it? of told yeah to, kind of told local people spread the word um, friends who were teachers got their classes to get involved and that kind of thing as oh well. and i so. love this
0: rainbow because you can it fur, it's furry the orange bit at the bottom <laughs> and yeah
1: yeah, so the, the company, they they really know what is appealing to, to children and so they've kind of got a lot of those tactile elements and bits that children can touch and so they really kind of engage with, with the book.
0: Think of the difference between 50 years ago. No boards. Mm. Well, I don't know whether boards are a good idea or not. They've got to teach them to turn pages and sometimes they're stuck at these. But the colour um, and the pictures, you know, everything is different. If you think of... Um, Christopher Robin and the, the Pooh stories. They're a bit older mm. and they don't have colour. Um, but they are very much treasured. Like yeah. but they have been brought out. I found some actually in a, a charity shop. Um on a, a one below, you know, one where they do cheap books, in a large version of them for children. Oh
1: wow, yeah.
0: Maybe children are expecting more when they're little. Don't know. Oh look, there's buttons on the end of this. Lots of buttons. I well, think
1: it's um yeah I think it's Rainbow. partly how do we how do we get the children to to make sure from a very early age they are engaging with books and they can access them and so the board allows them to like you said turn the page themselves and they can do that so I think it's all about just getting children engaged with kind of reading and books from from a young age and hopefully if it starts there then they do move on to you know those older books and they do kind of um yeah hopefully continue that love of learning.
0: Yes well you'll see it with your Daughter, but Hopefully. that'll take time <laughs> <Yes>. takes time <laughs> yeah oh um do you have any local schools that are willing to take these or no schools it'd been nursery schools wouldn't it yeah at this age um how is how do they get the word around so publisher?
1: yeah so the publishing company take, takes mm. takes charge of that so they're they're the ones that um sell to Uh, the shops and the customers and and all those kind of things but i have obviously i obviously share copies with the church. you know the church has got uh, the church um that i attend they've got copies um for the children and i make sure i often give them out as gifts to 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 friends as well
0: yes and um, have you got any in um there's waterstones in st albans and i don't it must be a shop in hartenden
1: yeah so I don't know about the specific which specific stores oh, are holding them. Oh it's not them. in your your
0: hands to Yeah
1: um but definitely they they will be in kind of high street you know you will find books in high street That's stores very and exciting. yeah.
0: So um when your daughter is older than this hmm. and wants different things will you still produce these lovely- I guess
1: that depends what 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 is um kind of being being asked of me and kind of what they're working on. I know um that um i've been asked to develop some ideas and i, I do a lot of christian books but not all christian books as well we do kind of a variety um and for children is that
0: is or just generally adult?
1: generally children yeah um so and i have been asked to develop maybe more picture book ideas so they might be more like you know traditional with pages um and uh, and they might be longer stories maybe they've got a bit more of a kind of a sort of more developed storyline more words in it so I have been asked to again I've done more board books I feel more comfortable with that but I'm hoping to kind of Mm. move on and try some of the older ones and 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 come up with a few ideas for those Mm. as well and to kind of Mm. develop my my writing and my I guess plot writing as well because with the bible stories the plot's already there for you isn't it (laughs) I mean
0: uh, sort of 90 percent of this is the design and the color Mm. but yours is the 10 percent which is the essence Mm. of it isn't it yeah the important bit Yes.
1: I'd say it's all important. I think I'd say it's all important. I think the words wouldn't work unless there was a kind of good design and illustration that went mm. with it as well.
0: And I learned because my recent book of uh, poems is on Amazon Audible. Oh wow! So people could actually hear. Great. Mind you, it was quite um, <laughs> difficult recording for them because rec- rec- they're willing for me to record from here. Yeah. But then when somebody said, "Ah, uh, there's a tick." And I said, well, the clock in here doesn't work. I mean, it doesn't show a tick. Um, I haven't got a clock either next door or down below. There is one in the kitchen.
1: And <laughs> so that's what it was picking up. Yes.
0: <laughs> so I had to do it all again.
1: And, but um, you recorded every single poem then. Yes. On that. Wow.
0: And uh, it's, it's there for... Uh, it's, these were not just... These were for children. Sometimes they're about children. But I'll, I'll show you those afterwards. Great. Yeah. Uh, it's called like if you want, guinea pigs god in the garden um because at the time i was in lockdown and one of my old poems was about guinea pigs and it was all about the garden and a touch of god sort of
1: yes, yeah but I don't oh, know, wow. you'll, you'll
0: see that but what an exciting career to have yes um and your husband what does he do
1: he, he works for the publishing company. Ah, <laughs>
0: wheels within wheels. Ah. Right. Well, I, I'm, I, I'm really thrilled that you have been at the, um, the beginning of all this. Here's the last one to show. Jesus and me book of devotions for preschoolers yeah
1: so i would say this one actually jesus and me yeah so the idea is it's a it's a devotional um but it's supposed to be for that younger age group for the for the nought to three and i would say this is actually one of the ones i feel maybe proudest of of the ones i've done it's one of the longest ones i've done It's
0: because there's more words that aren't just at not just but at the bible or or yeah that
1: that's it isn't it and and so we wanted to think of devotional topics that would be relevant to children in that age group um we wanted to keep some of the rhyming element in there so they could follow it and then each um kind of part has a a prayer as well to encourage the children to learn how to pray for themselves Mm. as well and i think this one had um yeah like you said because the it wasn't all necessarily written for me um this one had more of kind of my own ideas and inspiration and thinking Mm -hmm. how to make Mm -hmm. it work Mm -hmm. as well um and yeah having a having a daughter of that age did help me think okay what is it that is relevant to them or what do they understand or yes um, so yeah
0: yes, and indeed they will enjoy this in a way and they'll so understanding will come through enjoyment I think Mm. and will be built on as the years go by and as you Yes. So, oh, think of this in an old Enid Blyton. I just found (laughs) I'd been collecting first editions of Enid Blytons. Oh, wow. But they were uh, not a few of the famous Five and Secret Seven, but a few of the others. And so plain, but so avidly read by everybody, even by one of my um, grandchildren. But these, they uh, are quite different, quite different. Well, it's really interesting. Thank you so much, Catherine, to um, tell me about this. Um, if somebody was interested in them, would uh, you say do they go online? Do they go to a bookshop or to your publishers or what? Um, Tell some details.
1: Yeah, so they can they can be accessed in a, in a lot of places. So you can buy them on kind of typical places like Amazon right. um, or Waterstones or um, Eden.co.uk. Um, that has a that's a that's right. a Christian book selling website, and a lot of them will appear on there as well. So you will be able to get hold of them there too. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: Thank you, Catherine Walker. We see more of yours. Does your name come on it somewhere? Yes.
1: Can you see right at the bottom, at the back? Right
0: at the bottom, at the back. back, Make Believe Ideas, written by very, very small writing. It's all right. I'll take it. But then it's
1: a whole team, isn't it? Yes, exactly. Exactly. And it really is a whole team. I'm a very small part of that.
0: I think they're really exciting and they're Ah. really lovely. And um, my youngest... Grandchild is four and a half, so I think she's uh, oh, great. beyond that. But anyway, thank you so much, and <laughs> all very the best much. with your future career.
1: Thank you, thanks very much for having me. You search my heart, you speak of love,
0: your arms are always open wide. You know my thoughts, my every move, and still you love to be beside. Mr.